0: Welcome to Alphabet Flight, an encyclopedic Marvel journey where I go through the official handbook of the Marvel Universe and talk about the characters we all know and love and are forgotten as well. With me today is Jeff, Jeff Kowalski.
1: Hello, it's me.
0: He hosts Creepy Podsta, a Creepy Podsta podcast, uh, Someone's PC, which is a Pokemon podcast, and uh, seeing Reddit where they talk about random Reddit. Things, but really just talk about everything else but that reddit yeah
1: pretty much uh we get halfway through the episode we click on a random reddit and we go oh which of these can we talk about without it coming across as wildly racist
0: (laughs) yeah well speaking of if if i could say this on air uh when i was going through my horrible breakup uh i was (laughs) binging seeing reddit oh good so
1: Uh, I'm glad the speaking of wasn't- speaking of, you did say something horribly racist.
0: (laughs) I don't know, I think you insulted a lot of Swedish people. Uh,
1: Yeah, that's fine, they're white. (laughs) Okay, yeah, I guess.
0: Also, they're in one of the happiest areas in the world, they need a little bit of uh, dampness. Yeah, knock
1: knock those socialist bastards down a peg.
0: I don't know, I think I'd be okay with being one of those socialist bastards. Oh, I'd love
1: to, it's my dream.
0: Man, just imagine if I had healthcare and could afford a therapist.
1: Yeah, let's move to Sweden and just, uh, get free, uh, healthcare and, uh, uh, did they- No, they didn't approve the living- the, uh, the living wage. No, what's it called? The reverse income tax? It has a better name than that. Basic income.
0: Basic income, yeah, for everyone. So everyone can at least live the bare minimum of life. Which is something that I can barely do right now.
1: Mm. Well, that's so, it'll get better, probably.
0: Uh. <laughs> <laughs> All
1: right. Who do we got today from our Marvel Handbook?
0: Uh, okay. Well, today we are going to be talking about boomerang.
1: Okay, I like. Do you know who boomerang? Is? Yeah, uh, I know boomerang first from uh, his stint recently in thunderbolts uh i know he was in the jeff parker run i don't know if he showed up towards the end of the warren ellis run
0: i am really not familiar with thunderbolts except for the uh run where instead of it being like a bunch of supervillains well i mean technically it was kind of supervillains a uh, Rolk, or red hulk yeah leading a team with uh electra punisher the leader, oh, yeah, yeah. but red. That was yeah. the,
1: the recent reboot, uh. Yeah, I, yeah. it's. I liked it. That one, it. that one I didn't read, but I, I heard that it was alright. Uh, I got out when it, um, cause it was one of those ones that had been running and hadn't been renumbered somehow. Uh, so it was still like in the hundreds and then it became Dark Avengers and then it ended. Uh, but Boomerang was in there in, yeah, he was in there as part of the team with, uh, Shocker, Mr. Hyde, Centurius, and Troll. Uh, that was a team led by Luke Cage. Uh, Whoa,
0: that, that sounds was, real interesting.
1: Yeah, it's, uh, it's the Jeff Parker run after, uh, Siege, I guess. Um, cause there's a Jeff Parker run that is a tie-in to an event that's very bad, but then after that he got to basically do whatever he wanted, cause nobody was reading the comic anyway.
0: Oh, yeah. You get some really interesting stuff when they know that the comic isn't gonna go that long.
1: Yeah. I mean, it got cancelled under him, so it was perfect.
0: <laughs> it's just like, well, you're gonna- you're on contract, so I guess we have to finish it, but... Uh, so,
1: what does, uh, what does the Marvel Handbook have to say about, uh, boomerang circa 1987?
0: (laughs) Well, he, uh, I mean, he's from where everyone who uses a boomerang. That includes the DC, uh, Captain Boomerang. Australia. Australia. Yeah. Yeah, he's Australian.
1: I didn't actually pick up that he was Australian. I didn't, uh... Oh, I see, because he was raised in the U.S. That's why they don't write him with an accent.
0: Yeah, Trixie. Yeah, uh, he... Well, he was also in The Superior Foes of uh, Spider-Man. Yeah. And that's where I get my affection for him.
1: Yeah, a lot of his uh, backstory kind of got fleshed out there, about him having, like, an estranged wife and being a former baseball pitcher. Uh, Like, that stuff was there before, but it was just, like, these sort of... Uh, baseball pitcher turns evil and then goes, curse you, Spider-Man, uh, and becomes evil forever. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, but yeah, they kind of fleshed it out nicely in Superior Foes of Spider-Man.
0: Yeah, that was also the thing that made me trust Nick Spencer with most things.
1: Yeah, he's, he's,
0: uh... Oh, good.
1: He's, yeah, mo- almost all hits. I was going to say hit or miss. Uh, I feel like there is something of his that I didn't like, but I can't think of it off the top of my head, so maybe I'm just wrong.
0: Well, I'm not reading his run on uh, with uh, Steve Rogers' Captain America, because I don't really read Captain America, so... Mm.
1: Uh I just recently stopped reading single issue comics uh altogether. I might have like uh maybe half a dozen left uh over the next few months, but uh I was getting like fifteen to twenty a week every week, and so I was just like, I'm gonna get on the end of every storyline I'm picking up and then stop.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, I I just one of my friends who actually has a functioning life and extra disposable income. Uh, gets a lot of comics, so I might read his.
1: Yeah. Cause, yeah, you know. I like reading them, but, uh, oh boy, they're yeah. expensive and take up a lot of space.
0: Yep. So, well, I mean, I do have a five-shelf bookshelf, and three of those are filled with trade paperbacks and books and stuff, just in general. Yeah. Apparently, okay, his name is Fred Myers. Yeah. Which, real toast name.
1: Yeah, I don't, what's his, uh, what, does it have, like, a little, like, what he's been up to lately in, in the book there?
0: Yeah, it does. Uh, he, well, let's, let's just go through, through the thing. So, he worked for the Secret Empire, which was the, basically the Illuminati that Nixon was in. That, Mm. because there's this actual thing, because everyone at Marvel hated Nixon, all the writers, uh, in a Captain America comic, Nixon—it's implied that he killed himself after, the, after Captain America found out he was in the Secret Empire. <laughs> wow. so that's canon in the Marvel universe. That's fun. Uh, he worked—he worked with the Viper, the, the second Viper, and the Silver Samurai, and he works with the Kingpin. So you know, just general Hinch stuff. He first showed up in Tales to Astonish number
1: eighty one. Well, yeah, he's just sort of like a, a gimmicky hench for hire. Yeah, I mean he's just a just a real stock standard like Spider Man villain. Tales to Astonish, I think, would mean that his rights fall to Marvel Studios. I'm surprised we haven't seen him show up in uh as like a one off on Agents of Shield or something.
0: I I think, well, they, they're having the shocker on the uh, Spider-Man Homecoming. Oh, that'll be fun. Yeah, the the costume is both, like, awful and great at the same time, just like it is <laughs> in the comics.
1: Oh, boy. Is it made of soft pillows?
0: No, it's made of, it's made of, like, like, I don't know, you have to look it up, it's hard to explain. <laughs>
1: Homecoming set photos may reveal the shocker. Why haven't I looked at this? This is from
0: like September. He, uh, yeah, basically he got ex, he got suspended from playing baseball. In yeah, he major was a leagues. pitcher, and he cheated, right? Yeah, he cheated, hmm. and then he just threw boomerangs at people. I guess. For money? Like, he's an assassin with a boomerang, and I I know this, it's just, like, reading it, just reading it on paper makes it even more ridiculous in my head.
1: Okay, I guess it makes sense, apparently the Secret Empire gave him the costume and boomerangs.
0: Oh, so he basically was just like, well, I I I guess guess
1: I'm boomerang now, thanks.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Uh, He has the normal human strength of a man of his age, height, and build who engages in intensive regular exercise.
1: <laughs> Does it say that in the book?
0: Yeah, it says that That's for every...
1: St-
0: <laughs> it says that for every stock standard, like, human. It's just like, yeah, <laughs> okay. they're, like, like, it's either, like, uh, a moderate exercise or intense exercise. So, I mean, he's hmm. he's pretty ripped, though. I mean, he's uh, very slight and lean. Yeah, but, he's you know, got the... Like,
1: the leanness yep. of a powerful human.
0: Yes. So he can fly by means of his boot jets.
1: Now, this is not a power I've ever seen him exhibit, but uh no, that it, is... No, it's not
0: necessarily a power, it's more of a paraphernalia. Yeah. It's... Because he has no super power. Superhuman powers, so... Mm.
1: Yeah, I'm seeing a, uh, a... A uh, cover of spectacular spider-man here on wikipedia from november 1988 where he is uh blasting spider-man in the face with his rocket boots and saying welcome to san diego spider-man it's a great place to die
0: <laughs> oh man you just real real jokester that boomerang
1: <laughs> yeah i don't think that he uh, approved that uh slogan through the san diego tourist board I don't there, think they'd want that in there.
0: <laughs> there, There's just a lot of things about his jet boots. Really, all it should say is, he can fly with it, and fire comes out, and sometimes he puts it in people's faces.
1: It seems weird that anyone would be able to fly with jet boots when Iron Man needs, like, a whole thing.
0: No, he needs, like, he also needs his hands to be able to have some pitch and yaw. Yeah, like, exactly. You should, you should only be able to, like, hover... Or like boost forward.
1: Iron Man's like covered in jets because if he wasn't, he would flip over and fall out of the sky. <laughs>
0: in fact, that was a good like thirty minutes of the first Iron Man movie. Yeah, of him just learning how to fly.
1: Although I guess back in the day, he just had the boots, the hands, and the chest beam.
0: Yeah, you know, but I mean, still, you still need like extra because like the boost, like the jet boots, is basically the booster rockets or the turbine or. I mean, like, and then the hands are basically wings.
1: Yeah, they, uh, I guess that would explain the de-emphasis on Boomerang as being a rocket-booted flying hero in the modern day. Because they would go, oh, well, he's got that Iron Man has that. He could just be Iron Man.
0: (laughs) Well, really, if you think about it, almost everyone in the Marvel Universe should just be an Iron Man.
1: (sighs) Yeah, I mean, why not? Well, that's that's what uh, Iron Man's so, so afraid of all the time is that other people are gonna literally, get
0: literally all of his villains are just like, look, I made an Iron Man suit.
1: Yeah, I'm Communist Iron Man. That's you get through like up until the 90s. I don't think he had anyone who wasn't just Communist Iron
0: Man. He has he has a villain called the Unicorn, and it's basically a guy in an Iron Man suit that just has a laser like unicorn a horn that can shoot the lasers. <laughs>
1: Let me like, guess. He He's from Soviet Russia.
0: No, I think he <laughs> might not be. Let me look up on Comic Vine, because he was always... he's always a character that I had some affection for.
1: Yeah, I mean, a lot of weird animal-based char- ones. Uh, I recognize this guy.
0: He also has a, a villain called um, The Ghost, which is just a character who
1: He's yeah, he's phase through walls, Iron
0: Man. Though I will be, I will be honest. I'm a big fan of Ghost. Of the I ghost. like Ghost
1: a lot. Yeah,
0: I like the Ghost too. Don't get me wrong. I'm not complaining about how all of Cap- uh, how all of his villains are people in like suits. Most of the time, they're pretty interesting characters.
1: I-, I think Ghost would have been a good choice for one of the movies. It's a shame they didn't use him.
0: Yeah, and it would have been a pretty cheap effect too.
1: Yeah, I mean we've pretty much mastered phasing through walls. Yeah, yeah, look at here, Unicorn Affiliations, Magia KGB, uh, yet another <laughs> Soviet, uh... He
0: has, oh my god, he has a unicorn on his suit! Yeah. This is so great!
1: It's like a, uh, what's it called, uh, like, a chest knight, but with a horn on its face.
0: <laughs> yes. So let me just go through the boomerangs that he currently carries. I mean, okay. not currently, well, in the past. 30 years ago. 30 years ago. He has shatterings, which explodes on contact, with a power of 20 hand grenades. Oh, he also that's has a very catarang. specific. He also has a catarang that just meows into mics. Wait, what? He also, no, no I was, your, your cat is meowing.
1: <laughs> oh, I see. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah I it was just, fooled. It's
0: just, a, it's just a cat that he throws in front of people recording <laughs> podcasts.
1: Uh, no, <laughs> my cat wants back? my cat wants to get out of the room, but I'm trapped uh, here. I was just gonna wait until we were done with boomerang.
0: Yeah, uh, he has a gas ring which has tear gas on Gross. impact. He has a razor ring which slices. Mm, that
1: seems dangerous.
0: It could slice slice through gun barrels. He has. Does he, green- does
1: he know that boomerangs come back?
0: Uh, I mean, he has to. Oh, well, has a Razor ca- Razor.
1: Yeah. How the does catch. he
0: catch that one? <laughs> well, not all boomerangs, like, were supposed to come back.
1: Hashtag not all boomerangs.
0: Yeah, well, a lot of the hunting boomerangs that were used by Aboriginal yeah. people, they were just big and heavy and flew real well in one direction and, like, you're supposed to hit the head of the thing and it just die. And he has a screamerang. Oh, that sounds
1: mostly mostly annoying, yeah.
0: <laughs> I mean real good if he was fighting Venom. Okay, so the last one he has that's on this one is Bladerang, which basically cuts like buzzsaw blades.
1: That does not seem like it would have a different practical purpose than Razorang.
0: Well maybe it just has more serrated edges, so like instead of it being like a clean cut, it would be a nice jagged cut.
1: Yeah, you can cut through steaks more easily. Yeah. You want that razor rang for, like, uh, chicken or, like, potatoes, but...
0: The thing that (laughs) kind of sucks, though, is, like, he has to... Like, the note that says at the end is, Boomerang is constantly diverting a percentage of his earning to modify and replenish his arsenal of modified boomerangs. So, like, he doesn't... He can't embezzle from a company like Batman does.
1: Yeah. I mean, he could just, like, Get a gun. His his boomerang obsession is his fault.
0: Well, like really, like he was given the suit. Like you could just change your, like you could do one good job. Get Gladiator, build you a new suit, and mm-hmm. just shoot people. I guess
1: that's why he's always henching, right? Because he he like how else is he gonna get more boomerangs to get more work if he doesn't just take hot hi- like work for
0: hire? No, that was actually one of the plots of like Superior Foe Spider Man. Like it was yeah. just like. I'm not making enough money to live. I need to make another Sinister Six and do one big score. <laughs> oh, poor supervillains. I know. Poor Boomerang. You arrogant, dumb bastard. <laughs> <laughs> Is so, that all we have
1: to say about Boomerang? <laughs> uh, yeah.
0: I mean, to be honest, I was surprised that we got the the amount of talking about him as we did. Mm, I I read a lot of comics. (laughs) I do, too. I can talk about it for hours. That's why I have a podcast about them. Perfect. Yes. Uh, What's your plugs? Okay, uh, you can
1: find me on Twitter, J3FK. Uh, Instagram and Snapchat, JeffJK. Um, You can find me... Uh, at weaponizedlanguage.com or the much more enjoyable to type funtimes.online, uh, send me a message. Subscribe to my shows.
0: I was on a few of the episodes of Creepy Creepypodster.
1: Yeah, that's right. You can listen to, uh, Jesse was on. You were on two episodes with Heidi Samuels, and I don't remember what stories we covered.
0: It was the X-something-something, something, the princess. Oh yeah, a
1: creepy video, and uh, the princess, aka when you see her turn off the game.
0: Like, the smiling man? It was something dancing. There was two, like, dancing creepypastas.
1: Oh yes, and then the the ones uh, with, um, with Megan Sunday, the uh, smiling man and we danced.
0: Yes, where I'm pretty sure I just tried to rewrite the second one. <laughs> yeah, think, well, I that's
1: think. most episodes of that show end up uh, with us being like, "All right, here's where this story went wrong and how I'd do it better."
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, we like to just Monday Monday Night Quarterback all of the 15 uh, year olds writing their first stories.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, hindsight's twenty twenty.
0: <laughs> yeah, especially when you're a 24-year-old man just making fun of someone's, like, 500-page, 500-word uh, story that they put <laughs> on the internet for fun.
1: Yeah, well, uh, we're bullies.
0: Yep. When, no, it's, <laughs>
1: my sh- it's my show,
0: I'm the bully. Oh, yeah. I mean, I mean I'll, I'll gladly make fun of a 15-year-old, so... Hello, this is Jesse. I host this podcast as well as Turn To Page, a Choose Your Adventure Book podcast where I read Choose Your Adventure Book with a couple friends and we adventure and review and have goofs, as well as Random Sampling, a podcast with the lovely Carrie where we do talking things about random Wikipedia articles via the random article button on Wikipedia, as well you can follow the show on at Alpha Flight Pod as well as on Facebook via Facebook page on at the Alphabet Flight Facebook page. Uh you can support the show by sharing with a friend and also sharing the links telling a friend or and rating subscribing and reviewing on itunes stitcher and your podcast catcher of choice the artwork is done by the talented and wonderful ryan healy Uh, so this has been alphabet flight and may conchu protect you in all of your night travels